Hey everybody, it's me, John Raphael. Welcome to OK Let's Go, five topics, 30 minutes, and I'm bringing my guest on right at the top because she was here from the start and she's back again. Chelsea Ireland, welcome back. How are you? Hi, good. How are you? Pretty good. So you are my first guest to make a repeat appearance. I feel so honored. And I was your first guest. Exactly. So you are very important in my life. But anyway, tell the listeners how you've been these last uh, two months. Oh, I've been great. Uh, The last time we talked, I didn't know anything about Vanderpump Rules. And now I'm a full-fledged fanatic. Well, that's that's specifically why you're here today, too, because I needed someone to really talk about Scandal with me because it's obviously going to be one of the topics today. So um, I was like, okay, Chelsea, as soon as you said, have you watched it? And I'm like, no, but let's talk about it on Monday on this podcast. Oh, it's been torturous. I've been dying to talk to you about this. Well, we're not there yet because you have gone to stagecoach. I I did. I'm in my country era. I'm here for it. Are you going to Shania Twain this weekend here in Los Angeles? No, I'm not. But you know, I went to her pre-COVID. So I'm a diehard fan and I had floor seats and I cried. It was great. Yeah, I mean, and you're Canadian, so I feel like you have to go to yeah. Shania Twain. I but never I, saw Shania Twain, and she's playing at the Hollywood Bowl this weekend, and tickets are outrageously expensive, and I don't have any. She's playing at the Bowl? Yeah, don't tell anyone. Should we get scalper tickets? Well, that's the that's the thing. The tickets are like 400 bucks right now, and I can't... I know, but... Shania oh, I shouldn't that. say this, but I saw on this TikTok that if you wait until, like, right when they start playing, the prices drop dramatically. Yes, but then then I got to get there and then I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We could walk from my house. It's not that close. Okay, but remember where we park my secret spot to park and then you just walk up. Oh, yeah, you walk. Well, that's true. Or we you, you know, you get your friend's house and then we walk down. Anyway, I digress. Okay. Um, Shania Twain, love you. Also, today I met Kylie Minogue. (gasps) I know. I can't believe I missed her. How was she? Listen, it was, you know, these meet and greets are always so quick. It feels so impersonal, but it's a living legend. And it was funny because there was a huge line of people waiting to get in, but Kylie's not very famous in the US. So like an Amazon driver like pulled up and she's like, hey, what are you guys waiting for? And I'm like, Kylie Minogue. She goes, who? I go, Kylie Minogue. She goes, I don't know her. And then somebody else did the same thing. And like, who's that? What does she do? I was like, she's a singer. So it's just funny how she's so famous, but yet not famous at all in the U.S. Yeah. And Joshua, my boyfriend, he's like, oh, I've never seen Kylie Minogue. And I'm like, hmm, okay, okay. Was she so lovely? She was lovely. She looks great. It's actually her birthday this week. She's going to be 55. Oh, my gosh. She's 50. Wow. She looks good. I saw the photo on Instagram. Yes, thank you. I mean, it's all about the photo. Does she know who she was meeting? The PR queen? <laughs> no and sadly i couldn't get a chance to tell her i mean the whole point that she was doing the signing was for her line of of wine um that you know does really well across the seas but she's just launching it here in the u.s um and she also has a new single out she performed on american idol last night so i'm still hoping for that kylie resurgence in the united states did you buy a bottle of a wine i did and she didn't sign it because there was no time so she just she just did selfies which i much want the selfie over the- yeah who cares about a signature but now i can drink this rosé because if she had signed it i would have never been able to open it well i want some too well maybe we can have some together at some point maybe Maybe before we go to this mystery shania twain concert i'm excited for us (laughs) um also tell the people where to find you on ig 
Oh, you can find me at Chelsea Ireland. Uh, I'm Chelsea with a Y, the only one. And I'm at John Raphael 12, where you can find me, DM me if you'd like to be a co-host. We're having fun here because it's five topics, 30 minutes, and we're going to get into them right now. Okay, let's go. So the reality TV world was at a standstill last week when Bravo aired the season finale of the 10th season of Vanderpump Rules, which featured Ariana Maddox confronting Tom Sandoval after he was caught cheating on her with fellow cast member Rachel Levesque. Please note, I said Rachel and not (laughs) (laughs) Rachel. (laughs) The scandal has remained in the headlines the last two months, and it will continue to dominate as the reunion episodes are set to begin airing this week. Page Six reported today that Ariana was finally moving out of the home she shared with Tom. Um, First of all, I'm an avid viewer of reality TV. You know, I love all the Real Housewives. We both have gotten into Vanderpump this past season. I have never, like, I was crying watching this episode. Truly, like, crying and shaking. It triggered me so badly. Oh, wow. Okay, well, I'm dead inside. I didn't cry at all. But I was just, like, I had my popcorn out. I was eating it all up. The drama. The drama. I mean, those first 10 minutes alone. I mean... First of all, I was triggered because I've been cheated on. And obviously this whole scandal is very triggering. And I think that's why it's resonating with so many people. But the first 10 minutes features Ariana confronting Tom. Like they're still living together. And I, it was remorse. He's infuriating. He like basically blamed her. He's like, I tried to break up with you, but you won't let me. It's like, grow some balls. Absolutely. It's seven months. It's not hard to break up with someone no well also i mean it is but for seven months it yes it is hard to someone but it takes true courage to actually say like hey i'm not happy um i think we need to either break up or work on our relationship you don't go fucking your friend your girlfriend's friend yeah oh my gosh and then wait can we have a moment for his i'm doing this in quotation marks breakdown at lisa's Oh my God. It was so for the cameras. I thought like, oh, it was... yeah, it was so fake. And then he had to like go to the window and he banged his fist on the wall. I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. I think he one, I actually think he's been loving the attention for the last two months of, of kind of achieving a level of fame for all the wrong reasons. Um, who do you think is the bigger offender though? Is it Tom Sandoval or is it Rachel? Oh, always the boyfriend. I, yeah. Tom's yeah. the offender. He's the one in the like Rachel, they were friends. Yes, we can delve into like how awful that is, but he lived with her and they were in a partnership and they were gonna fertilize her eggs. Yeah, no, complete buffoonery, gaslighting. And you can tell that he was trying to set up the the whole season to make it look like she didn't validate yeah. him. And, and he wasn't getting enough sex. I was like, then break up. Exactly. Don't have sex with her best friend. But Rachel is also like a smidge just like she's just I don't want to say that she's just insecure but like who does that to people I know so I was you know going in it with open mind because I'm like I don't want to blame the girl and then during the season I'm like oh I kind of feel bad for Rachel but then once I realized it's been going on for seven months and then she had that conversation with Ariana at sir pump do you remember that when she's like oh so do you are you still sexually attracted to him oh why aren't you having sex demented the whole thing is demented it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense how she was you know like i I don't know how how do you feel good about yourself like knowing that you're having sex with one of your best friends is 
life partners, for lack of a better yeah. term, are married. And then she kept, def- Ariana kept defending both of them. And I'm like infuriated for her. But I will say everything that Ariana said to Tom in that meeting was like perfection. Like I remember just even when she said like, do you have any last words for me before we never speak again? I was like, what an ending to a conversation. It was so perfect. She got all her feelings out Mm -hmm. as they should have. Um, And he just looks like a fool. He does. What did you think about James Kennedy calling Raquel? And for listeners who don't have the context, James Kennedy, another cast member on the show, used to be engaged to Raquel. So it's, I mean, they've all slept with each other at this point. I also, uh, I hate James Kennedy. Like, don't get me started on my hate for him. Also think he's gay, but that's a whole other story. Um, I, he cheated on Rachel. So like, how dare he? Yes, it's a tad hypocritical for sure. But it's a different situation here. Like, it's James, true, but James also- and Raquel had been dating for maybe a f- not not that it's ever okay. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying Tom and Ariana were together for nine years, and he cheated yeah. on her with one of her friends. James and Raquel were he cheated on her when they were just starting to date. They were mid twenties. Like, I don't know the whole situation. The, everything is fucked up. But mm-hmm. James Kennedy makes me laugh. Oh, I, I missed him at Stagecoach, fortunately. Oh, he did he do a set? He had a DJ set at the Jameson little tent, but I missed it. Shoot. Oh. But did you see that viral video of him at a DJ thing recently where he was saying song? the song about Scandival? Or I didn't know there was a song about Scandival, but I've seen like they've been playing the Vanderpump Rules theme like at different clubs now. I'm like, it is a pretty good song. Yeah, but no, he was like, Scandival is a cheat or is a liar. I don't know. He had. It was the one time that I liked him. I just find him very pompous and he needs to stop getting so upset at what Raquel does. Like he has a girlfriend. Like who cares if she made out with Schwartz, who I would also make out with. So I get it, but. It is, you know, it is a weird setting, though, because your job is to, you know, it's a reality show. You're supposed to be about your life. But in your real life, would you really be interacting with your ex-fiance that much? No. So it's like it's a whole it's like you're traumatizing yourself and you can't really pull yourself out of that trauma because you need the paycheck. Like, it's just it's a vicious cycle. That's why my next question to you is, do you think that Tom and Ariana and Raquel will all be back next season? I had a good question. I think Ariana will be back because it's going to be her redemption season. Um, I don't know. Is Raquel still working on her mental health? Like, who knows who she'll be back? Isn't it up to Lisa? <laughs> yeah, it's up to Lisa Vanderpump who gets back. <laughs> it, it's tough because, again, yes, I think Ariana will be back. But to be fair, Ariana's not very compelling television. Like, she was never she was never on my radar until this this thing happened. Um Tom and, and she cheated on Tom. Like she was the other girl with Tom. Yeah, with Kristen, who loved to see her come back. And uh she had a nice little cameo. I think she'll be back next season too. It's just if nobody's gonna film with Tom and Raquel, um, it's not really gonna work. But that's kind of what viewers want to see is kind of where do these people go? And after. maybe there'll just be a lot of drama with Schwartz and Sandys and the bad Yelp reviews. Oh, but how many times have we seen that? I think Tom and Raquel are going to need the money. They'll be back. Yeah. Well, I keep reading all on Dumois about all his spottings. 
And he's trying, he's always with an anonymous blonde. And he's pretending he's more famous than he's not. Oh, he's I mean, that's why I think he's also loving this. It's it's yeah. kind of the, the level of fame that that the show has never given him is giving it to him now. And he's disgusted. And it's banned. It's just playing. It's sold out shows everywhere. Sold out shows. The, no, they, I, I mean that. sell up. a ticket. People are going for free. They were doing like two for one and they still couldn't do it. Um, <laughs> He's the worst. I want yeah. nothing but the worst for him. Ugh. He deserves unhappiness. He absolutely deserves unhappiness. And Raquel, you know, I, you know, people keep saying like, she just needs to find herself. But no, she's, she's a, a garbage person too. But I'll give it to her. She's in her 20s. I was a little triggered by the old 40 year, 40 year old dick comment. <laughs> James Kennedy, when he said a stink. Yeah. Stinky 40 year old cock is what he like, said. Okay. To me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> calm down. 40's not that old. Um, <laughs> well, unfortunately, Tom and Ariana are donezo, but we can move on to Beyonce and Jay Z, who have just spent $200 million on a 30,000 square foot mansion in Malibu overlooking the Pacific Ocean. This makes it the most expensive purchase for a private residence in California. You can find photos of the home online if you haven't seen it yet, but have you seen the house? What do you think of it? I think it's the ugliest thing I've ever seen. I agree. It's so industrial. It looks like a prison. Like it's just cement. Yeah. I mean, granted, it probably has an amazing view, but right. a lot but of- You can get that view for free when you go to Paradise Cove and go to a little restaurant bar on the water there. Well, I don't think Beyonce and Jay-Z are going to do oh, that. They can't. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably a bit of security issues there. Um, yeah. But I agree with you. I think the house is kind of- I don't want to say horrendous, but it's Oh, just... I'll say it. Or say it. <laughs> I don't think it doesn't, I don't know. It just it doesn't look homey. It, it the house was originally listed for 300 million, so they got it for 200 million, which is What a deal. What a deal, but is it a deal when you're already paying 200 million dollars for something? Also, they have a house in Bel Air that they bought for 88 million. In now, 2017. These are two people that are worth over a billion, though. So I know, but fun. but so close. Like, their beach house is $250 million, and then their city house, half an hour away, is... Okay. I get, but when you can do it, you can do it. But do you think That's any true. home is actually worth $200 million? No. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, maybe if it, like, has a historical, like, the White House... Not that I would want to buy it, but you know, <laughs> it, what, what are your must-haves in a new house? Oh, I definitely need a pool. Except this pool, did you see the photo? It's like an infinity pool be- between two cement slabs. That's weird. I must extend. Like, we must not be getting the best pictures of the house right now. <laughs> was that Siri? Was that your Apple? My Siri was like, I found this on a web and then gave me a link to the house, which was really creepy. So I took right. my watch off. Well, that'll be into our next topic for AI, but... Um, I agree with you about pool. I would need a screening room. I also, in any how, whether it's $200 million or $2, like I, if if I'm in a relationship with someone, it has to be separate bathrooms. I think that really- Separate bathrooms. I'm also like, I need like a separate comfy bedroom. A separate comfy bedroom than the person that you're with? No, no, no. I just think that sometimes like sleep is so important to me. So if someone's like, you know, not feeling well or snore, I just like, you know, sometimes- you just got to sleep alone. Yeah, that's that's fair. I don't I don't like sleeping by myself um, if I'm in a relationship. But um, yeah, I get it. Everyone needs sleep. 
you gotta get sleep sleep is important but like just you know it's just for there for you know when you need it I did a work thing at this insane house um, about two months ago, a photo shoot. And this guy had his own nightclub in in the house. Legit, full-on nightclub, like DJ stand. Does like, it come with a bouncer? Gosh, I don't know what it did. It had a tennis court. Um, the house was also like at the edge of a cliff and there were no railings. So like it was very uh, touch and go here in, not too far from me, probably in Bel Air as well. but. Oh. Um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want like a tennis court. I wouldn't want um, any kind of like insane sports thing, like basketball court. But I would like to have like a sauna or a spa. I think that would be. A oh, yeah. Of- I'd want a sauna and a yeah. gym. Yeah. a gym And a hot tub. Totally. I mean, the hot tub connected to the infinity pool. Yeah. Oh, and it, it has to have a view of the sunset. Like it has, there has to be a beautiful spot outside where you can sit and watch the sunset. So my next question to you is, if you could buy a home anywhere, where would it be? Oh, that's so tough. I don't know. I feel like Italy, but I don't speak the language. So I would buy a home in LA and then I would buy a home in British Columbia. Yeah, I would, my thing, I would, I don't need a mansion everywhere. Like that's not my thing. Like I would want reasonable homes in like LA, New York, London. Give me multiple homes in multiple places so I can just bounce around and, um, Keep visiting the cities that I want to visit. Paris, Miami. Yeah, that sounds nice. I love that for us. But to do that, we got to work. And you know who's not working right now? The writers. (laughs) (gasps) What? Let's talk about the writer's strike because we're on week three of the strike and picketing is still continuing. The networks have already announced some scheduling changes. None of ABC's scripted shows will be returning for the fall. And CBS has set a return for Big Brother to come later this year in August to have it run through the fall instead of the summer when it normally airs. So it's going to be a very heavy reality fall. But first, Chelsea, yeah. you've been on the front lines and have been picketing. So please give us your official report. Oh, my official report. Well, I picketed once. <laughs> I canceled. <laughs> That's not bad. It's only been three weeks. That's true. I canceled the other two weeks, but, you know, solidarity. I picketed your work, um, but you weren't there and we will not say where. Um <laughs> <laughs> It's not where you work, but I like to pretend. Um, um, I thought it was quite moving, picketing and uh, being there and then everyone driving by. You'd be surprised. We are a union town and the amount of honks you hear on like an hour stint is quite impressive. No, for sure. I, I've like I was at CBS the other day and they were picketing out there Um and I, I'm I'm curious, like you probably remember the last writer strike, which was so different. I mean, people were picketing, but now with the element of social media, it's just so um, much more powerful. I think because you can mm-hmm. see people, you can see the messages that they're writing, and the creativity that people have with some of these signs is just really, really funny. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the things that people are scared of, and I don't think people are actually scared of this, but you know, they're saying that AI could take over the script writing process. And I just don't think that's a legitimate fear. I mean, I know AI is becoming increasingly more and more insane, for lack of a better term. And, you know, the Terminator movies predict this a while ago. But I don't think AI can ever capture human emotion the way a human being can. No, I don't think so. But I know for the actors, too, when their strike or when our strike votes coming up, they're worried about AI as well. 
Well, they should be. I, I think I think Josh was the one that brought this up or um, gosh, I think it was Joshua. But like in a world of voiceovers, there could be a world where, you know, AI just takes over for for voiceover work and the actors don't need to go in and do lines anymore because AI can just do it. Now they're, they'll scan you like they're doing this a lot to background actors. They'll scan you and then they'll they own that image. So then they can just like place you throughout the movie without having to pay you. That that sounds terrible. Yeah, Screen yeah. Actors Guild should pick at that, I suppose. But and then while people are getting, I mean, if someone on Instagram, I can't remember who it was, asked AI or whatever it's called to like write a like a scene. Mm-hmm. And it's like it wasn't as good, but it's still like kind of hit beats that you could quickly tweet which is alarming yeah totally i mean i've seen i've seen those ai writing scripts and stuff and it is weird it's definitely not perfect but you're right like an ai could take the first pass and then an actual writer could do the second pass and then beef it up which is a problem when you put it that way yeah and yeah i just don't like ai at all i don't know am i old no you're not old you are forever 22 thank you just like that famous song by Taylor Swift, because she's <gasps> our next topic. So Taylor Swift's fans are not happy with her choice in romantic love interests. Since news broke that she was dating Maddie Healy from the band, the 1975 Swifties have been activated. Her supporters have penned an open letter asking Taylor to address Maddie Healy's many controversies. He made headlines for kissing fans during his concerts and eating raw meat at his band shows over the years. But also during a podcast, he told... A story about how the podcast host had walked in on him watching hardcore porn on Ghetto Gaggers, which is a site known for videos humiliating and brutalizing women of color. Swift has issued no comment and has not confirmed her relationship status. Um, I still do not support this love interest of hers because I think he's, you know, kind of in it to up his own status because she's Taylor Swift. She's the biggest pop star right now. And um, I feel like he's kind of pounding on that. But do you think that Taylor or anyone really have has a responsibility for the people that they're that they date's pasts? Yeah, that's a tricky question because that is like pretty gross. But at the same time, like I don't know enough to say like has he addressed it? Has he apologized? Like why should she have to apologize for someone she, else? She shouldn't have to. I think that. To- but- you're right it is a complicated question I think no I'm not responsible for anybody's past actions um it's one thing if they keep doing it and then I'm condoning it but it's also important that someone has changed their behavior as well and also they just started dating maybe a month ago so like does she need to comment on it like doesn't that already add so much pressure to an already pressureful situation yeah and are they even dating or is this just a PR stunt like we don't know I mean, but why would it be a PR stunt? It doesn't help her out. He's been seen at like five of her shows now. Um, I do love the 1975, but now that I know of him, I'm like, I don't like them as much. I like the band when they were all anonymous to me. I didn't know them before a few months ago when on TikTok, I was watching clips of of his concerts and and they, he would bring a fan up, either male or female, and kiss them during, during oh. the set. I saw them in 2014 and he didn't kiss me on stage. No, he's de- that's why I think he's definitely trying to be a little bit more provocative to kind of get his name out there. And the controversy there was, was he forcing himself on on these fans by kissing? Oh, them? Um, oh, 
yeah. not consensual. Not consensual. Always. I was going with the lens of my lens where I was like, oh, that would be consensual. For sure. I mean, who who wouldn't want to, like, if you're a fan of someone to, like, be kissed by them? But maybe not. And also yeah. kind of does it, like, on surprise. And I don't know. The whole thing is actually problematic when you look at it. Yeah. Her fans um, in the open letter that they wrote are saying that by staying silent, um, that Taylor is perpetuating hatred and contributing to systemic oppression um, that undermines the progress that was made towards equality and understanding. Is that fair? It's so comp. Like I don't know. Again, like, I don't think it's fair that her fans sent her an open letter when they don't even know what's going on. It's it's tough. I agree with you. I don't think it's fair. But at the same time, if Taylor, I think Taylor's last relationship was successful because she didn't talk about it and she didn't put it out there. Whereas with this, it, it feels like she's really putting it out there. And the fact that he's always at her shows, they're kind of singing to each other back and forth in their songs sometimes. Um, so it's kind of like dangling the carrot in front of the fans and kind of giving them permission to talk about it. Um, but, you know, whoever dates Taylor Swift is going to be fodder for the tabloids. So very true. That's the risk that they take. Mm -hmm. Our final topic is about The Little Mermaid, which is hitting screens this weekend. The big screen adaptation of Disney's 1989 animated classic is launching this weekend and reviews are coming in with praise for the new Ariel, Halle Bailey. Um, reviews are noting that the film doesn't deviate too far from the original, giving a dose of nostalgia, but doesn't offer much that is new. That's okay. Chelsea, will you be seeing this movie? Yeah, probably. You're I had no excited about it. Why not? Well, no, no. At the, at the beginning, I was like, ugh, another live action movie to like ruin my childhood memories. But I saw the preview and I was like, oh, it kind of looks really good. I just wasn't sure how they were going to do the whole water thing. <laughs> yeah I mean it could have gone poorly but obviously CGI is going to play a very heavy hand um yeah obviously this film has been met with a lot of controversy because Ariel is black and oh so dumb oh my god so dumb racist never never you know why I want to see that because of this controversy even here like I was at a house party when that happened pre-2020 and I had a friend who was has red hair and one of the guys at the party was like yo are you like really upset that um, Ariel's black? And she's like, what? She's like, well, because she's not a redhead. And she's like, neither am I. Also, it's a fucking mermaid. <laughs> yeah. And that we're just like, what is wrong with you? We're like, go like this is people these days. Like, I want this movie to be so successful. So these people just feel so stupid. I want the movie to be good, but I, racists never take a day off in the terms uh. of that. Um, people just can't handle change at all first of all it's been over 30 years since the original like let them update it you'll always have the original let let people have some fun shut the fuck up and just go to the movies and have fun kids don't really care kids are going to enjoy it I love the original it's one of my favorite films Uh, kiss Um, the girl can't wait for that oh kiss the girl wait is that song okay now Actually, I now that you mention it, they did change one of the lines in Kiss the Girl um, because it does sound a bit forceful. Yeah. I thought of that. <laughs> but again, it's all about context. And um, maybe the song in, wouldn't be written in a, in a 2023 world the way it was written in the 80s. <laughs> but we loved it in the 80s. I mean, I was barely there. How dare you? Well, same, but... <laughs> 
Oh, I loved it in the 90s. Yeah, Kiss the Girl is actually one of my favorite Disney songs. Um, so I'm excited for that one. Obviously, Part of Your World. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Halle Bailey's version sounds amazing. Um, Under the Sea is always oh. so much fun. And I didn't really, I had no idea who Halle was until this movie. And she has the most amazing voice. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm really excited for it. Now I'm more excited that we talked about it. Yeah, I'm going to go. Who's her dad? Um, who plays her dad is, um, oh my God, Javier Bardem. Yeah. Okay, daddy. Yeah. Is he going to be shirtless? Probably not, I'm guessing. Oh. Yeah. Well, her dad is shirtless in the movie. And are you excited about Melissa McCarthy as Ursula? Yes. Yeah. I'm so excited. I think she'll camp it up properly. I hope so. Yeah. Next but you know year- who I also would have picked? Who? Queen Latifah. Yeah, Queen Latifah wouldn't have been a bad choice or even like any drag queen, which, you know, the original Ursula animated character is based on a drag queen. So have some fun with it. Although really that would have caused a black uh, Ariel and a drag queen as Ursula. There would have been riots across America. Now, I don't think this remake is needed. I think Disney's just going for the cash grab as usual, but it was only a matter of time before this joined the Lion King Aladdin beating the beast and, you know, the, the animated greats. On that note, it's been 30 minutes, so thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. I'm your first repeat. You're my first repeat. I'll talk to you guys later. Have a great week. Bye.